0: dark places a diamond is forever this is a special bonus episode for Halloween so you'll recall back on episode 29 I mentioned the crazy guy that was torturing his wife that had all these cassette tapes in the evidence room at the courthouse so one of the tapes in that pile of cassette tapes in the suitcase was from July 14th 1980 and it says Mother, Russell, Lou, Patsy, and Myrtle telling booger tales. So I thought it might be kind of neat to play that cassette on this episode so you can hear some hillbilly ghost stories. But first, here's some news from the unknown. Dog born with one eye, monkey-like lips, and tail on forehead, expected to live. In central Thailand, a one-eyed mutant mutt named Kevin was born to a litter of puppies. The dog was named after the one-eyed cartoon character from the movie Minions, and it appears to be functioning quite well. The Cyclops pup was born deformed with a single eye in the middle of its head along with a mouth similar to a monkey's, and some sort of growth on its forehead that resembles a tail. Most dogs born with deformities like this don't live very long, but Kevin appears to be in good health. The owners are not 100% sure if the one eye works, because a newborn dog's eyes usually take up to two months to fully develop. So, within time, we will find out. His mom is an Aspen dog that originated from the Philippines that's expected to live for 14 years. His dad is unknown. His deformities could keep him from living that long, but right now he's showing promise. Kevin can be seen in a short video taken by Sam J. Mitchell, 45, and Amphon, 49, at their home in Thailand. We are wishing that the puppy survives. Even though it has a deformity, we want to keep him as a pet until he grows up. Everybody has been amazed by him and saying that it is a lucky sign. Said Sanjay's daughter.
1: This is Mr. Haunted with breaking news. Buzzards settle in North Carolina town, despite scare tactics. A North Carolina town finds itself under siege by buzzards, and nothing the locals do to scare them off seems to work. The buzzards have chosen the town of Bun as a meeting place for the past year, and they're congregating at every available location. The News and Observer of Raleigh reported, On Wednesday, there were 28 buzzards perched on a cellular tower and another 21 at the high school across the street. Allie Leggett said she counted 58 buzzards in her yard, on the roof, along the fence, and atop the garage at one point. She said the unwelcome visitors would perch on her chimney and peck at the bricks, pulling them down. Other locals said the buzzards ate the roof fence off a restaurant in the town, about 30 miles northeast of Raleigh. No one in Bunn seems to know why the scavengers had taken a shine to their town, but various attempts to evict them have failed. In December, Bunn High School fired a propane cannon day and night. It worked for a while, police chief said, but the birds returned. The school also hung vulture effigies around its rooftop to deter the birds from gathering. That didn't keep them away either. Commonly called buzzards, the birds are black or turkey vultures. Federal and state law outlaws killing, hurting, or harassing them, according to the uh, North Carolina Wildlife Resources Commission. This is Mr. Haunted with breaking news. Back to In Dark Places.
0: Thanks, Jimmy. I've got a little extra news this week. On October 27th, I saw something weird. I was down at my dad's house. Me and Brandon went down there to go see my dad. And as we were leaving, this white thing flew in front of the Jeep uh, about the size of a softball. Just flew right in front of us as we were going down the driveway at my dad's house. And it flew into a tree that's near the driveway. I thought it was just a little white owl cause It was definitely white and wasn't real big though so that kind of threw me off about being an owl because it was just about the size of a ball a softball and I started driving toward the tree and looked around on the other side where the limb was that this thing flew into and it was not there and it did not fly past the tree because the tree was in full view of me the whole time and it just disappeared once it got to the tree like it went through it and maybe just went inside of it or something. I don't know, but not an owl. It wasn't really a perfect circle either, though. It was a round dish, had kind of a round top, but the bottom kind of pointed down toward the ground. If that makes any sense, if you had a ball with a handkerchief laying on top of it and you tried to throw it, it kind of had that sort of look to it, I guess. I don't know if it was emanating a lot or if. My headlights from the Jeep were just making it look like it had a light in it, I don't know. It looked really bright whenever it flew by and it was fast. just zipped right by and it disappeared. I've been wanting to buy a dash cam for years and if I would have had one I could have recorded that thing. And now we have Little Fish here with this week's Cryptic Corner.
2: Now for this week's Cryptid Corner. This is your news correspondent, Little Fish. Since 2011, there have been several sightings of a seven-foot creature that resembles a praying mantis. It's become known as Mantis Man. The Mantis Man has greenish-brown skin, or some describe it as an exoskeleton. He has been always seen standing in and around ponds and rivers in Hackettstown, New Jersey. He has large slanted black eyes, Two separate reports come from fishermen who witnessed the creature while they were on their boats. Both men felt the creature seemed surprised that he was noticed, and then he disappeared into thin air after making eye contact. We don't know who the Mantis Man is, but theories range from alien to a science experiment gone wrong. Now back to In Dark Places.
0: Thank you, little fish. Good job. So, here are the booger tails. Sorry about the audio quality. It's from 1980. I cleaned it up the best I could. I'm over there. here in San Apache and they're going to tell
3: you some ghost stories. What is this? I go tell. Hi, there. I'm over
4: here in San Apache and they're going to tell you some ghost stories right now and then. Not me, I go tell.
3: <laughs> I look at
4: me, I think I'm with him. always. <laughs> she just, hold hold
3: up. Up. I think you're I just
5: down. what you do you are. You know what? What I don't understand is how he forgot about it. You, that book from the newspaper he sent
3: out.
5: Because Mama had that, had his new closet. I second. thought about that years of the day. I, I and that's why mommy was out of the Shorter Gazette. Shorter Zerker. And what uh, it, it, it was. And it, it showed that thing. You
4: did see it, it man. I didn't think of it. It looked like a baby in a gown with fat jaws. It jaws them fat. It looked like a baby in a long gown. Like it's, and it could be Oh, oh, right about to have
5: to take our first marriage. Did you get scratched? Was look, it? I was little, see. I, yeah. I used to go look at that, scare me down. They right when I was. About, about well, I four or five years I old. I put that on the paper, Senator. I will probably remember it. I just think on it. We kept yeah. it. It was in all we had in, uh, in some kind of a. Uh, then you ran down the door. The way that in the closet in that uh, bedroom was probably not. I said, I'm going to hard get it that thing out of the window. I was a <laughs> kid, put it oh. but don't get in there. You wanted to scare yourself. You didn't want to it. And when I got, I got big enough to read it, I read what it said about it. You know, that when you get to the phone, talk about it. There's something about, that, about a taxicab driver that had been attacked by that thing. He went across that bridge and oh, went Oh, he went there. across to the Vanhine section. That was the, the park.
4: Absolutely. He went across that bridge bridge, and went over their
5: section. He was attacked at home. This thing, it was, uh, it looked like a, looked, she looked, sent a picture of was a kid. I don't know more
4: All right. Did you move Where's that Vietnam no picture at? Huh? Oh, you were. She's already got one.
5: Oh, huh. well, not Oh, my, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I <I'm not laughs> <not laughs> <not laughs> It's, and I said, I had a tactic, but I'm going to have, well, have to do it, well, so I did it. We wanted to have looked like a it. Anyway, this, uh, uh, this thing looked like a, it looked like a baby. It well, Floating well, in the air. It had a gown on. And I, I don't know whether you can see its feet or not, but this, uh, it had a lot of gown. No it had its face look like it's fat like he stepped out like it's a bag, real fat baby with fat cheeks as well as I can do it. He took a picture of it. It was, it was a picture, wasn't it? was mm-hmm. a picture
3: anyway. He
4: took a picture with it. Yeah. Was it was a picture. I, yeah. yeah. I sent him all the picture in the paper. Yeah. It was a
5: good size yeah. picture. So it like it it's said, already. at that bridge. Washed out or something happened to it, and uh, the bridge that was gone and it disappeared.
4: She did when she was a little girl. Sir. She's gone. Her parents didn't to man. be a place where all the boys would go and play. And to climb up down that cliff is just rock. And where they cut that out, put that reel through there. Yeah.
3: But well, he never
4: would let Tom walk there around that bridge. That was but high straight right? down to the railroad. Yeah. It was dangerous. Well, if
5: that was true, that, you was, doing doing that, doing doing that the was a picture of adults, yeah, adult. adult. no. the actual picture, it was on paper. And she cut it out and sent the to Cleveland to no, us. And I used to look, look, look at it as a little boy, man, about four or five years old. Was that piece good and he did? Did mother tell that one kid about that thing about an awful unprobable
4: shape?
5: No. What was that for me?
4: That was my mother. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet I remember,
5: you know, mm-hmm. her house down uh, mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm.
5: used to yeah. old
4: house there. your you're good singer, uh, huh? You know.
5: my grandpa lived well, in that well, house I'm at one good time, good. but it, it was Wister in Harvard, I'm
4: uh, Grandpa, was she came pretty and Mommy was sick with blurry fever. She's in a bed sick. Great. and lorry. Yeah. Yeah, she had malaria fever. She had fever. Yeah. Yeah. We oh, I uh, heard heard. she was a little real bad off and she couldn't get up out of bed. And uh, Grandpa was gone, and uh, he had come from work. It was in the nighttime. time, and uh, Uncle Charlie and Aunt Dolly, I think that's what it was, was in. The, they were staying there with her. And they were in the back room and he Uncle Charlie's drunk. And they just it's quarreling, you know. And we're like this room here, well it went across this way, and over here was a doorway in the big room with And uh Mama said all once she heard something of it fall went falling out down on the stove, just like bricks and just, just like that, just breaking that stove little piece of kitchen. And said she thought, well we're gonna sit and still have that wall and you know, broke the stove up. Well I said when it hit the floor said it went to and going on. So it crawl, crawling like somebody said, so just wrong, said, say, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. Said so everybody at the door, said, you hear it getting Said it, and now she, they were great right far in her room, you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And she said it crawled through this door and it said it crawled all down to her bed like this. And she pulled herself over like this from the sheep that she'd get over the floor this way. And he went right under her like this and she couldn't see it. He said, he crawled all around her bed and said, went under the bed and crawled all around out this like this and come back out down here. And it crawled right straight over, going on all up that time. It crawled right over there to that door and said, you see that door shaking this like it's said, shaking that door. And he said, ain't all said. Listen, Charlie, I said, what is that? He said, he cuddled her said, have and shut him out. It was nothing. And said that, uh, come on. He said, he crawled back, back and went right back in the kitchen well, it went, well, that was it. You don't hear it So, when, she, when Grandpa came home, she told him you know, what, what she heard. And uh, it scared Grandpa dead. He thought he had, that meant she was going to die. You
3: know?
4: mm-hmm. and, but it wasn't. They, uh, and longer, it one time, there were some people in that house. After Grandpa moved out, this woman lived in that house, and she said one day that uh, she was a she laid down on the pallet on the living room he used to be people taking take a bag pallets that laid down didn't want to tear the beds just yeah. laid down you know on the floor and she laid down on the floor in front of the door and it was in the summertime you know and it was real real warm but she laid down with a cool air could hit her and so said she lay in there and she hadn't gone to sleep she wasn't going to take her nap and said so, oh once well, she heard a woman singing said she sang where she sang said so she come through that door right into the living room where right just from her come right through the door there stood and looked at her with her broom said so she had a broom. She saw? Yeah, she seen her. said she was trying. She thought she threw something at her.
3: Hmm.
4: She thought she's somebody and said she picked up something out of the floor. She threw something through with that.
3: Tried to hit her with it.
4: <coughs> so there she stood, letting room in her hand, she been singing. You hmm. hear her singing back in the house. Yeah. So why did she the something at her?
5: She disappeared. Yeah. And I heard Dale Father
4: tell this. And she said she'd swear it's the the Yes, sir. She said that one time they moved into this house and it was in the coal tank. And in the meantime, this, whoever, they had been a woman, uh, her husband had killed her there and somebody he, I don't know how do all the details, but he had shot the killer. And the way this woman, everyone, this woman would get up by 4 o'clock and she'd be a- cooking, you know, singing, all the same time here, uh, getting breakfast.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And she said they moved in there and said that they didn't have the furniture all set up and nothing and said, uh, one, one day he heard somebody singing in that kitchen, just singing away. And said, it like scared them all dead because they didn't know what it was, you know. And one said, she was sang away. He said, she just ran on the pots in the kitchen and hear, hear her open up the stove doors and things, just ran on her vest And that I think, as well as I remember, I'm sure I remember just right, that Dale's mommy got up and went through there, but when she walked in the kitchen, it stopped. Mm-hmm. And she said, they heard that. It, well there was a bed they had to leave there. They couldn't leave my house. Mm-hmm. They had to move out and leave and go somewhere else.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And she said that happened the whole time they was there. Mm-hmm. So then you couldn't rest at that time morning. Said you
5: couldn't hear a thing until that morning of the time she supposed to cook. And it didn't start. Now, well, what do you think,
4: it, you think about this girl? Well I wasn't murdered when I was with you at
5: that time when y'all went to ta- to that witch all night.
4: Yeah, you're talking about the wrong thing. That's my grandma.
5: He ran. I
4: thought. you were No, I don't want to see no witches. <laughs> no, this is the truth now. Moment, uh, mother and her sister, they knew this old woman, and she was uh, she was a neighbor of theirs, and they didn't know she was. was she ain't you know. she for an act. No, uh, no, this was a woman that uh, didn't know her too well, you know. So they liked her. She's real good to them and everything, so they liked her. And one night, she wanted to come up and stay on the night with them, so they. Grandma wouldn't let her let them go, but finally she agreed to go. With them. So they went the first day on night, was a girl, you know, stayed all night, and we young girls, you know, and stayed all night, they was going to stay all night with them, and uh, she said, girl, says you don't like turnips? And you know, then-based people peel them and eat them. Yeah, yeah. They, they did like them. And so they said, well, yes, they're good turnips. So I'll tell you what, I said, come on, let's go. I said, I don't know where they some. we'll get us some. Well, she took them out and took them down so far down the road, and... Uh, She said, now you all wait right here on me, because I'm going to get him and I'll be back just a little while. I said, you all stay here. said, I don't want you going on. Well, they stood in the road waiting moonshine by the day, and she went down about, I guess, about half mile down the road. And after a while, she come back with a half a second turn. Well, next morning, they said, right." Well, the next morning, they got up and went down the road. When we got down to where this man's farm was, he hollered at them and said, girls, said, I want you to come here. I want to show you something. Well, said, they thought he just still hadn't thought of So they went down there, and they, they went in with him out to his garden patch. And said, there was his garden. His terms patch was dug up and cranked all the pieces. There was horse tracks. Just like, it's all over there. Just crank the stuff. All he all? Yeah. turned yeah. herself into a horse. And we and
3: went
4: <laughs> Not me. They
5: can do that. They can. They they can show Bible how they do. It. They can turn around Well, this uh, this really, this Mexican friend of ours out there, he, he tells one about. I can't. I can't remember how it was. He but he tells. a woman. Can, says that, can you tell that one about that guy who all that money?
4: No, but I can see what he is telling us about. He says uh, that there's a woman that lived down there in the house and says they had a. It was a. Uh, no idea, really buzzard or something, you know. <laughs> and so they shot that buzzard. And so the next morning, that old woman's arm was something was wrong with her arm, and it, you know, they thought she was a witch too. Uh, this
5: one, what happened here was that this, I can tell you partly, because he's told to me time and I don't know why I never did, uh, why I never did ever ever learn it. But really, to tell you this, and that they lost a lot of superstition among those Spanish people out there and especially down, you know, down the valley but anyway his, on, his grandpa or something like that because uh, they just, the just yeah, yeah. in the valley this San Luis Valley down Southern Colorado it's high up mountains now the mountains are around it like it's right here it might be 500 miles of a, of a valley here it's mm-hmm. called San Luis Valley one it's beautiful in there but this old man he's a Mexican man he owned practically all that valley he was real rich and uh, so uh, some way or another he uh, he could all this book and it was a, it was a black book and he got to read that thing and uh, uh, that's witchcraft yeah it's witchcraft he so, got to read that and this devil came after him one night and tried to take he tried to take his uh, he had a boy he tried to take his boy and he was fighting him off so he tried and somehow the course I don't know but anyway, this uh, 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 he, he got rid of that book, and within like uh, a month or two months, he lost every. The, the, I think the devil told him that, that uh, he said you'll lose everything you got if you don't do what I tell you to. And he lost everything, became a pauper, lost all his everything went wrong for him, lost all that all them acres he had and everything like that. And became one of the poorest men in the valley because of that black book five stars. Well, you'd rather live on four. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can, you, I, really can all, we no, I can tell
4: you... I can tell you... Don't eat that, that up. Did you shake it? Yeah. Russell? Sure. I sure. can tell you another that will match that one. My dad's sister and her husband, uh, he was a, he was a... George Arthur was his name. His wife was named Elmore. And they had a cow. And uh, so... They said when they were, uh, anybody bewitched your cow that their milk would fall in the fall and you couldn't churn it. Well, they went to churn that morning, they know more data that, that looked just foamed and phone and phone, but couldn't churn it off. So he told us that I know what's wrong. I said, no, I know exactly what said, said now I'm gonna tell you something. I said, don't you lull that thing to nobody that comes to that door? I don't care who it is, don't you let them have nothing to come after? So he went out to the cow and he reached up to the forehead and he took his knife and he cut out a whisk of her hair like this. He took it right in and he put it in the fire and burnt. And then said in two minutes, when they fire burnt, said here come that old woman lives next door, don't said you want to burn a match. So look here, says we're out here burnt myself up here. Said here, look at my hair has burned right here in her forehead. Look at her just burned all over. Said, uh, I want to borrow some medicine, but he ain't got none. Said, should I borrow two or three things and they wouldn't let her have it? And that broke the spell when they done that. Uh-huh. Now, I'm here to the door tell you so I wish Grandma Reed's turn she would not give her me yeah. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. right. over. Yeah. They used to be a lot it. They used to be a lot of them. I can't remember. Did they tell me that anything's
5: going on? they when they went up on those branch that I never when I was a kid? They used accused all of these, they
3: scrapped me. They said
5: she could make a table walk. Uh-huh. I heard that when I was a kid. I heard my of talk about that. You seen that happen? Yeah, I mean, she make his table walk. We could do was it. was at a house one time. But
4: she's supposed to have a dog about big as a cow or something like that. I don't know about that. But I know that Papa said one time he went to this place these people, this sheriff guy was going to make this table off, and he said he did. He said he, they carried it around, you know, just like um, a show, yeah. you're going to see that. And he knew this black magic. And son, they said he turned that table, he walked on his legs, it stood upon the edge, he just danced off. From one off oh, that's all that. Yeah, he told us good about it.
3: Yeah, he told us a funny thing too. He went went to
4: this carnival with his boyfriend and they placed this old tent where the fortune teller was. He had a dollar and said he told the rest of them to go in there and have his heart in and he told him, tried to get him, you know, not him, believe in it, or believe in it, but he went in there anyway and said she took, he, she crossed his palm with the money. She, she no, him. she told him to put a silver dollar. Right well, no, silver dollar. That was crossing her palm. Well, um, anyway, and said, you would say doing, me, so said, young man, don't never, always cut them from you and you'll never get cut. And that's, that's what she told him. For yeah, for an hour, sure did. Any food? No, I couldn't afford you. My one got a silver dollar. That's in these shows and these carnivals. He, he to went right? over and got a silver dollar, and I kept, buddy, and said, "Well, ain't she rich?" And they were taking her home. So she said, "Good luck, to you, sir. Good mm-hmm. luck to you." And just turned back at her tent. Just like that, mm-hmm. he lost his dollar again. He go whip the second <clears> time. That boy was hanging out. <clears throat> He said he he's just going to give her good with then she can give his money back. A dollar then was all money. If I'm not mistaken, I think she said, said uh,
5: well, no. Well, tell us about that one down about Marbonne. What's that? Huh? What? You mean she got another one? That,
3: that one about that half that Marbonne. Yeah. Huh? Probably got pulled
4: out from Linda. Oh, my oh, goodness. goodness. That's yeah. an old thing. Yeah. Yeah. He stole that. This old house, a big old log house, it got burnt down. I I've seen it before it got burnt down. It's a big, huge house. God had yeah, about ten rooms in it. And this uh, Well you wouldn't say my grandpa gifted the story, would
5: you? No, I never said <laughs>
4: grandpa <laughs> grandpa's story. I said
5: that
4: he told you a week ago when he, we grow, he was a young man and he was going with a girl down in a Salmon a girl down there at the inn. I am not know where you all where that's at, but it's way on down there. I doubt it. <laughs> and uh, they had this big, huge... And it, this house was made out of logs, a log house, you know. Uh-huh. And they had... I don't know how many rooms they had upstairs, but there was nobody could sleep up there. And it was heinous. Well, uh, Mel Brewer was my dad's first cousin. See, the Brewers are canned dust down here. We've got cousins all the place out there. Well, uh, Poppy, they didn't see that girl that night. And he said he come up uh, almost, he always come through that tunnel, my cut, you know, from San Bernardino. And he started, he got, just before he got up that tunnel, something was parking you know, on the rear, and he had a 38 pistol. And he said the moon shines right as day, but he couldn't see a thing. So he'd stop, and he'd stop. And when he started off, he started, He shot back a time or two, but I did He thought maybe it might be somebody. But he couldn't see nothing. He said when he got up right at the end of the tunnel, that he didn't hear it anymore. You know, it ended right there. Mm-hmm. Well, he went on through the tunnel, and he went on. Yet, now, then days, they didn't have flashlights. I have get out of here on a law layman, one of these where it went. He had an oil layman, and he went on to come on through the tunnel and crossed over the track and over the bottom of the house. And well, in, they had company that night, and they ever made an things thing down the stairs so he said he was so sleepy, he said, he thought, he said, well, I hate to sleep up there by myself, but I'm going to it anyhow. So he said, the moon is shining as day. So he went upstairs, and right at the head of the stairs, he went, went to this room. And he said, right over here, there's a uh, window raised up, you know, and it was hot, and he raised the window up, so the air coming on him, and he, the bed was sitting this way, right by side of the window, you know. So he laid down with his clothes on, across this bed, and with his head next to the window, like it's on his belly. And he said he's laying over here on the floor and ladies come here beside him. Well, he said, I've heard him tell this so many times, he told us about it. And he said when he got asleep, there was something got him with the hair of the head and was pulling him out that window. He said he pulled him over far enough that he could look down like this down. And he said there was a tree growing up in that window, but it had real little limbs, you know. He said a cat couldn't even stuck up in it, and that was a human. Well, he said he went over like that and he looked all down and around through that tree and couldn't see a thing in the world. Well, he said, he thought that he said, well, I must have been dream. So his lantern was out now. He put out. He got up and he lit his lantern. He laid back down again and he put his, he made become his lantern. And he said when he got asleep, he had done him this that way again. And he had done him that way the third time before he finally got in his mind that, that it was something worse. Like. So he got up and he said, that time I didn't to like my my land. He said, I back down the stairs, my gun in front of me. He said, anybody moved and shot him. And he went on downstairs and he said he went, everything was full. So he went over in front of the grave and he, he laid down, front, just laid down, you know, like he was in front of the park. And then the morning come, he said, I'll come in there, he said he went to light and said, they that way, everybody called him William because that was his name, mm-hmm. and uh, they called him Bill for short. Well, he said, he came in nurse and said, he said, William, So said, what are you doing down here in front of this far this like this? I said, how come you didn't sleep upstairs? And I started, of oh, a said, he just killed himself like So he said, you know why I didn't sleep up there last night. You know why, I said, you don't have to ask me. And he said there was nobody could sleep up that stairs. Off. He said he used to when he was a when he was a, a young boy, he said he was about, well he talked him out have the age one of them kids there. Uh-huh. And he said his two brothers and him would sleep upstairs there in a bed. And something to pull the cover on all night long before the cover off of. uh-huh. And he said to open that wall, he'd sleep in the little. He said, i such a carrot, I'm gonna sleep in little. And he said he'd lay there and listen to it. He said up on them prayers right to go across it, something said every some. something go. Gets him down with the big and he said he led them to it. Well, he, he was just, gets to sleeping, he couldn't stay awake no longer. But he never let no coach down the bike. Yeah, well, they were cover off so them. <laughs> and, and now, you know, they just sleep. The, 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 his brothers, they, they were afraid they didn't care. But he was a coward.
5: And he said the whole time they lived there, that's where that went on. But, you ever tell you about the time the of, the of the house? For what, was that, time, what was that real famous? Uh, the railroad detective used to ride this railroad to kill someone. Yeah, I them, so it, yeah well, my dad had a running with him one time. Uh, if I, uh, I, don't, well, I don't remember talking about that. Well I heard was that he uh, he was riding up he was I guess it's forty miles oh, away. And he was riding he was between the cars. So he riding over that train. And he said uh said somebody said, No, nah, my dad told this. I don't know he. Well he, he I never said. He said somebody said wrong. somebody said, all right, jump. So he looked up and said, this guy standing up on a big rail jack his hand. Huh. Over the top of his head said, I'll drop it if you don't jump. And my dad said he had a suitcase with him, and he also had a gun. And uh, uh, it might have been his son that he's talking about, but anyway, the train was moving pretty fast, and so he he threw that suitcase out he so he jumped like this and he, he rolled you know and said so as soon as he got straightened out he grabbed his gun like this and he cut down that guy every time he fought his gun that guy ducked his head he said so he shot at that son of the gun we'll cry, we'll cry outside well, right. that's all right. what was that tell you he told you about coming through the tunnel with his gun and something following him and you know these places you get back in when a train comes there's
3: kind of
4: a hole when you step back in there there's a man uh,
5: somebody called
4: you? manhole
5: that well, he back well, I you, I, I ain't no way I
0: will be a That's about all the time for the bonus Halloween episode. We'll be back again in a few days for a new episode. God bless you guys, and see ya.